Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. What's up? What's up? This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. This is the Gambling Picks Podcast. We're going to start out with college football. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll have to go to a different video for the NFL Gambling Picks. Uh, but we're starting with college football right here. The show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, which just so happens to be the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can find more information about them over at tunicatravel.com. they got six incredible sports books. We frequent all of them. They are all fabulous, wonderful. Whatever you're looking for, whether it's a little dive bar atmosphere or big money hustling, they got it all. They got everything you're looking for. Visit tunicatravel.com to go check it out. You can find us over at winningcureseverything.com. All of our social media, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, etc. Uh, obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see our Twitter handles right there on the screen. So go check those out as well. You can find us on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Winning Cures Everything. If you're already watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Leave some comments. If you'll jump in the comments, argue with us a little bit. Tell us what we got right, what we got wrong. Tell us if you enjoy the show or not. We had some people say that we're supposed to be on ESPN. I'm good with that. I would take an ESPN paycheck. I would take it. I, I don't know that I'd be good at it. And or I, I'm certain ESPN doesn't want it. I, I feel like you and I have grown over four years I've doing grown. this. And no question about that. <laughs> we have matured our abilities. Oh, that, okay. Our My talents, abilities have gotten better. Our talents at being, able, not gotten better. <laughs> at being able to host this show. I'm not helping a, to sell, am I? In a much more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Appeasable okay. format? Like I we, thought you we, were about to use a different word that I was Absolutely not. It. Absolutely not. Because it's not uh, professional. But yes, if you're on YouTube, leave a comment. Tell us what you think of the show. Tell us what, you, what we got right, what we got wrong, etc. If you're listening on the podcast, if you're on Apple Podcast, hit that subscribe button. Actually, if you're on any podcast app, hit subscribe. But on Apple, leave a review. Those reviews go a long way towards whatever goofy algorithm that they've got that tells people what to listen to. You would help us expand our audience, and we would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Last week, I went three and six in college football gambling picks. My profit was minus two hundred and eighteen dollars and eighteen cents. That's tough. That is a bad one. Uh, you went three and three. Yep. Lost sixty eight dollars and eighteen cents. Yeah, a lot of vig. Overall, I am five and twelve on the season. Not good. For a total loss of $402.27, that is 8.05 units. Chris is 6 and 7, minus $184.09. He is minus 3.68 units. See, see, mine is a little bit different. We're, we're honest about all our bets, but two of my bets I bet twice. And I bet the dog and the money line on yeah. two games. So if you just bet individual games... Mexico one game above 500. Yeah. Because two losses counted as four losses. But you still put money on them things, which means you well, lost yeah. money. Yeah. Oh, no. That's I've gambled on way more. Uh, but but I assure you I've gambled on way more than that. Had they hit. Ooh. Well, yeah, because be, be I I, when I bet money line, I bet big dogs. Yes. I don't, really, I don't really bet big it's dogs. a three-point line, let me give me the dog. No. So if, if you hit one out of ten, you're still yeah. in the red it'll, or it'll in, the, all, uh, in the black. It'll catch me back up. On the Pick'em Contest over on winningcureseverything.com, Blake R. went 10-0 and last week against the spread. Just ridiculous, killing everybody out there. We did have like six, six or seven guys that hit nine. 
This is the only one that hit 10. He won a Tunica prize pack. You can win a Tunica prize pack too. Go over to winningcureseverything.com, click on the football picks section, or just go down to the description whether you're listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube. We'll have the link down there. Click on it, enter it in. All you got to do is enter an email to get yourself added to the list. You can win a Tunica prize pack. It's Winning Cures Everything shirt, Tunica shirt, Tunica golf marker set, tickets to the Gateway to the Blues Museum, a couple of koozies, uh, just Look, all kind of stuff. It's it's free to enter, and and it's fun to do pick em contests. You got that right. You got that right. It's fun. All right. Let's jump in. Game number one for me. Arizona State plus 13.5 at Michigan State. I've got $100 on it at minus 110. Arizona State... Six losses in 2018, uh, if you count the bowl game. None of them by more than 11. In the regular season, none of them by more than seven. Arizona State this year, number seven in the SP Plus defensive efficiency metric. Michigan State is number 12 in that. Michigan State had trouble moving the ball on Tulsa, which was the number 77 defensive efficiency team. They were able to put yards up on Western Michigan, Western Michigan is number 105 in defensive efficiency. They have been in the 100s in defense for years. Arizona State's Jaden McDaniel, he is going to be able to make some plays to keep it close. Both of these coaches, D'Antonio and Herm Edwards, like to play it close. Don't make mistakes. Make the other team make a mistake. This has a field goal or a touchdown ball game written all over it. I'm going Arizona State plus 13.5. I think that is way too many points. My first bet, Oklahoma State, minus 14 on the road at Tulsa. I have no idea why they're going on the road to play at Tulsa. I guess it stays in the family. LSU, I guess, used to do this. In-state rivalries, help the small schools out. Yeah. I guess it's not really a rivalry. Anyway, it's minus 14, minus 110 VIG. Give me $100 on it. I love the fighting Gundys. I, I, I think... I think this offense for Mike Gundy might be one of his better offenses that he's had over the years, and I'm real excited to get them into conference play and the league play and, and and see how they do. But I think Tulsa, this is just going to be another one of those opportunities for them to put up 50 like they've done the first two weeks, and I, I just don't think Tulsa can hang. That is actually that's one of my picks. Oklahoma oh, State minus fourteen at Tulsa. I got fifty bucks on it. Well, minus one ten. Um, Mike Gundy has coached against Tulsa three times. Two thousand ten, he won sixty five to twenty eight. Two thousand eleven, fifty nine to thirty three. Two thousand seventeen, fifty nine to twenty four. He puts up an up average 50. of sixty two points yeah. a game. Whatever. Go, it is. go put up fifty. Oklahoma State five and one against the spread as a double digit road favorite, dating all the way back to the two thousand sixteen season. They love to cover in these spots. Yeah. Against an undermanned team, when they are working on offensive kinks and whatnot, they are going to they're going to throw stuff out. Spencer Sanders has been fan freaking tastic. Chuba Hubbard, awesome. I'm telling you, they have got weapons all over the field. Tulsa looked okay against Michigan State. That's right. This ain't Michigan State. No. This ain't Michigan State. So I'm I'm all over Oklahoma State minus 14 here. Uh, what is your next game up? You should give another one because you've got eight. Because I got a bunch of them. All right. I can do that. I can do that. Next up for me, Iowa. Now, I got them at minus one and a half. What is it? Minus two now? No, I, th- I think I think you still get one and a half. All right. So it, it, Let me actually go to a betting site. Okay. One and a half. Let's, let's see what's going on with that. Ooh, no. Yeah, it's two and a half. All right. So at, at one of these sites, it's now two and a half. I got it at one and a half. Um, what would you do at two and a half? At two and a half, I'd still, no, I'd still un, under a field goal. I'd have, yeah, because yeah, no, nobody's going to be able to get that number. Right now, and they might because I think people are going to start betting back on it because college game day coming to Ames for the first time. People love Iowa State as an underdog. Da 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 da. I'm putting seventy five dollars on it at minus one ten. Iowa three one and one against the spread. Their last five in Ames, they are sixteen. Three and one against the spread in their last 20 as a road favorite. They have won three straight in Ames. Iowa State looked blah against Northern Iowa in week one. They had a bye, which is normally great. Iowa State, two and six straight up in their last eight bye weeks. Like after their last eight byes. Not good. 
if you're Iowa State, you're kind of wishing that you had another team to play to kind of knock some of the rust off after leaving such a bad taste in your mouth, even with a win in that double overtime win over Northern Iowa. I'm all over Iowa here. I think they are the bigger, more physical team. I think they've just got more dudes, and I think Kirk Ferentz, if he's not a better coach, he is at least an equal coach with better talent against Iowa State. So I'm taking Iowa minus one and a half for $75. All right. My next pick, going down to Kentucky. Now, our buddy, TJ, is going to come on with us a little later. He is a Florida guy. Yes. And he not, not necessarily the Florida Gators guy, but he's an all-encompassing Florida guy. Okay. He says, stay away. Well, you know what? I don't follow instructions very well. <laughs> I like Kentucky. I know it's been a decade since they've beaten Florida. And 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 they and they got it done last uh, year. And finally they broke this 30-year streak or whatever, and they got it done at the swamp. I think Mark Stoops is a hell of a football coach. I think he is building something at Kentucky, and I'm getting seven and a half points. I'm getting over a touchdown. I think they can think, keep this thing close. I think they have a chance to win the game, okay? But but I don't need them to win the game. I just need them to show up, fight like hell, which I definitely think they're going to do that, and hope that Felipe Franks gives you a couple opportunities, take the ball away, stay in this thing, give me $75, minus 110 uh, of the VIG, and, and plus seven and a half. I like the home dog. I can get down with it. I can get down with that. You like uh, you like Sawyer, the new quarterback. I think that he is. Yeah. He could he could be a better passer than Terry Wilson. Yeah, I th- I think this is one of those situations where the injury makes your team better. Which and is, you didn't really know it based on camp and everything, but when he got into live bullets, now I know they didn't play nobody. Well, they, but Eastern Michigan ain't ain't bad. No, but they ain't still, bad. like at some point in time. You get in front of live bullets, and you see who you are. Yeah. And I thought he did well. I thought he did as well. Uh, Next game up for me, Ohio State minus 15.5 at Indiana. Now, is that still? Oh, I thought that's what you were looking up. Um, It had moved to 16 earlier, then it moved back to 15. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing 16. All right. So Now, I know that you can still get it 15.5 other places. Uh, Down in Tunica, for sure, because... John Roser just texted me and told me he got it at 15. <laughs> so, Ohio State minus 15 and a half at Indiana. I'm putting 50 bucks on it at minus 110. The last three years, Ohio State has beaten Indiana by 23, 28, and 21 points. None of those are close to 15 and a half. Uh, Indiana, 3, 6, and 1 against the spread as a home dog against Big Ten opponents in their last 10. I think this is just a seismic talent gap here. People are underestimating Ryan Day and Justin Fields. And I underestimated them to start the season. But I don't think that Indiana is anywhere close to these guys, even at home. I think Ohio State comes in here, even in Ryan Day's first road game as a head coach, in Justin Fields' first road game as a starting quarterback, I think they come in and lay the smack down early. Uh, they, They did it the first two weeks of the season. First half line. Probably going to be where I jump at first, but I'm, I'm telling you, minus 15 and a half, uh, they win by at least three touchdowns easily. Who you got? I'm going to the state of Pennsylvania, and I got a rivalry game going on here. I got Pitt going to Penn State. Okay. On the road, and I'm catching 17 points. Yeah, I don't know that I think this Pitt team is great. And Penn State has looked pretty good. Yeah. But they haven't looked unbelievable. They haven't scared me. No, I mean, in week one, that 79 to nothing beat down Ooh. over Idaho, but, I mean, they were playing or they were playing a, a high school team. Yeah, I, I was mean, just it's... about to say, that's a little different. Last week, struggled early, got out, eventually put up a bunch of points. I think, I think this is a rivalry game. I think Pitt's going to play them really hard. I get 17 points in a rivalry game? Yeah. Give me Pitt, minus 110, $75. $75. All right, we can do that. Next game up for me, moving on to game number seven, I think it is. Uh, Colorado State at Arkansas. Arkansas, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm rolling with the Hogs here. 50 bucks for 110, or minus 110. 
Arkansas finally made the switch offensively to Nick Starkle. Uh, the offense looked significantly better once they brought him in. He went 17 out of 24 for like 204 yards and a touchdown. Colorado State's defense, number 114 in defensive efficiency. Arkansas's defense, because that, that's what Colorado State does. They score points, right? That's right. Arkansas's defense, number 20 in defensive efficiency. They have got some dudes, and I don't think Arkansas is great, but I think making that switch to Nick Starkle woke them up a little bit. It sparked that offense. I think they're going to come out. They win by at least two touchdowns. I think they, I think they could win by three touchdowns. This is also a revenge spot for Arkansas, which I know is crazy to think about, but Colorado State got them last year. And look, down in Fayetteville, they are itching for something good to happen. I think they have it this week. I think Arkansas covers the nine and a half. All right, my last game of the weekend for Saturday. And I don't even know it's a Saturday game. Yeah, it's it, not. Oh, it's, it's a Friday a, game. It's a, I'm going Friday night. Friday night football. My fighting Les Miles and the Kansas Jayhawks. I know they just got beat, and it didn't look good. But Les is a master at getting guys ready. They're going to take this team on the road to Boston, my town, my city. And I think they're going to fight. I think they're going to play hard. They might get their ass whooped. But now, I'll, I'll tell you this. The line got, opened at 18. I got 21 and a half points coming yeah. my way. The line opened at 18 on that one. The metrics say it should be closer to like 16. 21 and a half points yeah. coming my way. Give me $75 on the fighting list, Miles, minus 110. I like it. Never bet against my guy. I That's like my it. football coach. All right. Next up for me, Miami of Ohio. Plus 17 at Cincinnati. I'm doing $75 at minus 110. Miami of Ohio, 6-1 and one against the spread. Last seven as an underdog. 4-0 and oh against the spread in their last four against Cincinnati. Cincy, 2-8 and eight against the spread in their last 10 as a home favorite of two touchdowns or more. It, they don't cover well as a two-touchdown favorite. And I'm getting 17. Starting quarterback going to be back. Uh, yeah, he's it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, he's he, he'll be there. He'll be there, and that's that's fine. But I think Miami of Ohio, well, they got a lot. Of, when he went out in that Ohio State game, I was upset. Oh yeah, no, he's he's fine. He's not even questionable. He's going to play. Um, but I do think that since he maybe overlooks this game a little bit, this is a rivalry game. This means something, maybe more so to the Red Hawks than it does to the Bearcats. But I'm telling you, you can't argue with. 4-0 against the uh, spread, the last four against Cincinnati. Uh, they may not win them. They may not win this one, but two touchdowns, yep. that gets me a cover here, and I'm more interested in cash and tickets than I am anything else. So give me Miami of Ohio plus 17 at Cincinnati for $75 at minus 110. Next up for me, Southern Miss at Troy, because you're, you're done now, right? I'm done. All right, Keep I'm going to roll through them. I'm going to roll through them. Southern Miss at Troy. I'm taking the Trojans minus two for $50 at minus 110. Troy, five and one in their last six as a favorite of less than a touchdown. Southern Miss, 0 and four against the spread as a road underdog of less than a touchdown. Troy senior quarterback, Caleb Barker, six and one as a starter after being injured in the middle of last season. He has seen defenses like this. He will be able to make plays at home. At Southern Miss going on the road after having a really difficult time with Mississippi State last week. I think Troy, even with new head coach Chip Lindsey and everything, I think Troy finds a way to get this done. I'm only having to give up two. I'm good with that. Give me Troy for 50 bucks at minus two. Last game, or not, not even a game. Not even a game. I'm doing a money line parlay. I'm going to do one of these every week. So you can argue with me if you want to. But $25. You hit it last week? No, I missed it last week. Thanks a lot, Washington. Uh, 25 bucks. I'm going nine teams this time. Nine teams. It's it's absurd. I know. I'll take this bet from you. But this don't is, make it anywhere. This else. is fun. Just make this it. It's a lot of fun. $25 to win back 21. Texas, Charlotte, Oklahoma State, Memphis, Alabama, Georgia, Notre Dame, San Diego State, and Penn State. All of those in a row, you can find it over on the website. Obviously, all of our gambling picks will be up there. Uh, I'll have the money line posted for you. You can check it out yourself. I feel good about it. I'm going to get it back this week. 
I'm cashing tickets. Believe that. All right. Let's get into a little conversation with our buddy, Mr. TJ Reeves. We've got TJ Reeves here with us from the Three Dog Thursday podcast. You can find him on Twitter at Buck Sideline Guy. TJ, thanks for being here. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. I must have done something right to come back this week. Oh, it must have been <laughs> Army and Michigan. Chris Giannini, <laughs> was I trying to tell you I didn't think they would win, but I thought they would keep it close and give Michigan fits. I ask you, Mighty One, did they give Michigan enough fits on Saturday afternoon in Ann Arbor? What about it? Well, they, they gave them something. I don't, I don't know if it was fits. <laughs> This is probably a good word for it. It rhymes with so, what they gave them. So, yeah, we, we talk about the ones we got right. We don't often talk about the ones that we get wrong, so we'll just kind of move right along there on that for the college picks. But we did have we did have that one. We were honed in on that underdog on the Three Dog Thursday podcast. It was just – it's a good spot uh, there for Army to come in there. And I was, I was really impressed just real quick with how physical they were, especially on defense. I mean, oh, yeah. Jeff Munkin has just done a tremendous job. That was not a fluke that they hung in there with Michigan because you don't play defense the way they did for 60 minutes and even beyond the overtime accidentally. You don't play defense like no, that. This, so, I, I thought maybe last year that Jay Bateman was the reason behind that. And, no, I think it's just a, an Army philosophy. I think that's just the way that that team plays. And this was not because of a 40-minute a to 20-minute you know, time advantage. No, not like, at all. They this, got outplayed. No. They got outplayed in the trenches too. That's yeah, the it, game well, it, it was. It, look, it was perfectly set up for the upset because Michigan had driven deep in their territory a couple of times, and they got the turnovers that kept it the the one score game or the tie game. And and as the game won the fourth quarter, wore on into the third and fourth quarter. Michigan played tight. Yeah. Harbaugh played tight, punting the ball and playing field position. They're lucky they didn't get beat in regulation by the kick at the end of regulation because the kick was long enough. It was just wide to the right, or else we're talking about a monumental upset well, by I, Army. So, I, I don't think he right. understands what to do in in certain situations, right? Because he, he doesn't know whether to punt and play field position or whether to go for it. in a, I mean, he went for it on fourth down, and it was fourth, and they set a yard, and it was, it was really closer to two yards. And this was at midfield with, what, two and a half minutes left? I, I feel like, like he was trying to play Army-style football to show that we can beat them at their own game. I think that's a fool's man's game. I think that's yep. an egotist-like decision. I, I'm not a fan of that at all. No, it was Go it was out ridiculous. there, play your football game. You bend them to your will. And, and he absolutely saw Army going for it on fourth down all the time. But we got to do it. And it's just one of those things yep. where. It's he, a bad decision. Yeah. It was a great, it was a great uh, underdog spot there for that one, and I know we're looking forward to a couple of other underdog spots. I know, look, listen, I want to weigh in because you've already been talking about Clemson and Syracuse, and, and you've been posing the question, am I correct, about is this a big game for this weekend Yes. Uh, nationally and otherwise, right? Yes, right, yeah. correct. So you can, be the, you can be the deciding vote here. That's, and so I... without, knowing, <laughs> without knowing which side you guys took, who took which side? I'm sorry, I, I can't go along with this. Is a huge, you know, attention-getting matchup in Peoria, Illinois, or in Tucson, Arizona, or in Portland, Oregon, or in Augusta, Georgia, or or Minneapolis, Minnesota. I Clemson is going to win this game easily, and it is not like what LSU Texas was last week in prime time, or or some of these other games. Uh, that we're going to see as classic matchups in conference play, it, it's not. It's not the. It's not the same. Now Gary's going to argue with me, aren't you, Gary? I can already tell. I can I, hear that laugh. You're going <laughs> to argue with me. <laughs> I think it is a big game. I think Dino Babers understands something about that Clemson coaching staff. I think he knows how to make them play his type of football game. Remember, this is the last team that beat Clemson in the regular season, and it, now it was two years ago. But last right. year they should have beaten them at Clemson. They had them on the ropes last had them on the ropes. year. I know last year, last year is last year, but they were winning the game in the fourth quarter last yes. year at Death Valley. You're right. And and to be honest, I wonder if the Maryland game last week, that sixty-three to twenty thumping that they took, if that was not a look-ahead spot and they just severely underestimated 
Mike Loxley and the Terrapins? Well, maybe they did, but uh, look, there ain't no esti- underestimating number one who's no. coming in as Godzilla. You better be ready for that. And, and look, again, here we go with physical defense. Forget about Trevor Lawrence in the run game. Clemson brings the wood on defense, and Texas A&M found that out the hard way yeah, last you got week. That right. So I don't know that Syracuse can score very much in this game, regardless of whether Clemson – the only way this stays close, I am staying away on three dark Thursday. What's the point, Chris, on this? Because oh, it's, it's, it's twenty eight now. It's, it's going it? up to twenty eight. Yeah, it might it might be thirty or thirty one by the weekend. Clemson favored over Syracuse, but the only way this is not a three or four touchdown boat race by the Tigers is if they turn the ball over several times. Several being three or more, four turnovers, then the game can stay close. Other than that. I think you can find something else to be watching on on Saturday evening uh, from another college game to a rerun to professional wrestling, whatever you want to find. (laughs) I I completely agree. It's only a big game if this one thing that has a super small percent of a chance happening happens, and that cannot constitute what we define as big games and not big games. Well, remember, they they beat them like it was a Friday night, right? It was a Friday night game two years ago, and and the quarterback, was that Kelly Bryant that got knocked out with the concussion? It wasn't Desha- was it Deshaun Watson that got no, knocked no, no. out it with the concussion two years ago? Or it was, was it Kelly, it was Bryant? Kelly Bryant. I can't remember. It was Kelly Bryant. And so that and that turned the whole fortune of the game yeah. uh, when that happened. Now, if something like that happens to Trevor Lawrence, now now listing listing all the cataclysmic events that have to happen. <laughs> Trevor it. Lawrence is injured. Clemson fumbles and, and intercepted four or five times, and Syracuse plays the offensive game of their life. Okay, now we're on to something. But all that has to happen at once. I don't see it. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Now, TJ, let's uh, let's let's talk about this. Let's move into this week's card. We are having a you know, as well as anybody that Chris hates chalk. He cannot stand it. He doesn't like favorites, especially road favorites. But he is having difficulty finding teams this week that he really likes. Do you have any leans this week? Tell us what you're looking at well, for Three Dog Thursday. Underdogs, this is what I do. It's the Three Dog Thursday podcast. Now tell me, because I looked earlier today at the time that we're taping, Iowa State, Iowa in Ames. Is Iowa State still the underdog, or is that moved back to a pick em or maybe even an Iowa one-point favorite? What's the update on the Cyhawk game? Iowa by two. I love Iowa State off the bye week at home, Bunch of returning players for Paul Rhodes. Everybody kind of forgot about him because they played a triple overtime opening game with uh, with uh, Northern, Northern Arizona or Northern Iowa. I get my Northerns confused. Northern <laughs> Iowa took them to triple overtime. So now they've had a bye week. I know Iowa's two and zero, but this is at home r- blood rivalry game, backyard brawl, uh, hatred in the state. I, I like Iowa State, I think, in that spot. That's going to be one I'm going to be looking at strongly on Three Dog Thursday there. I know that's not a huge underdog, but a home a home dog in that one, and I'm kind of liking that one. Now, do you have anything else for us? Because Chris, Chris and I, we, we might like Iowa in that spot. Okay, I understand. But, but give, I like give me... I like another one, BYU beating the Tennessee Volunteers. I know you're in the state of Tennessee, and, of course, I'm a Memphis guy. How about this one? Tennessee has not been 0-2 since 1988, and that year they got to 0-6 under Johnny Majors. And a young T.J. Reeves is doing student radio at Memphis State University when Tennessee (laughs) rolled in in 1988, 0-6. The Tigers are thinking we might be able to beat the Vols. And Reggie Cobb and company freight trained Memphis State, won the game easily, and then won the next four games. Didn't go to a bowl game, but went five and six. Won five in a row to end the season. That's the last time Tennessee was even 0-2 like they are right now. And BYU is the team that beat them, and BYU is at home. And you've got USC thinking they're they're feeling good about themselves. They beat Stanford at home. They've got the true uh, freshman quarterback, Slovis, that they put in. Uh, the injury replacement, he played well uh, in the Stanford win. Just uh, BYU, that's a tough, Lavelle Edwards Stadium, that's a tough place to play. Oh, yeah. BYU back home will be jacked. I like BYU 
they're in that situation. I I could get okay, down that's, with that. That's that's a game I do like. It's a game I was looking at too. So so we we're, we're, we see like minded on that one. That's and so I, there we go. There's a couple there's a couple different underdogs we're going to be looking at. We're going to talk a lot on Three Dog Thursday, by the way, about Gators and Kentucky because last year, speaking yeah. of 30 years ago, Gators finally slipped up and let Kentucky get one after only three and a half decades of Kentucky misery <laughs> in football against Florida. They beat them in Gainesville. So this is now, you know, allegedly a revenge game for Florida. The Gators have got more talent. Uh, obviously, Benny Snell has moved on to the National Football League after having such a great career in Kentucky, so he's not there anymore. And Florida's, what, eight, nine? What do you have that on the line there, Chris? I think that Florida's like an eight or nine-point favorite in that game it's at, at Lexington. Seven, something it's like seven and, that. and a half and eight. It's Yep. Seven and a half or eight. I don't. I don't know that I take Kentucky at home in that one. I think. I think Florida may put it on them uh, to make up for last year. Dan Mullen was downplaying it earlier this week, saying all the right things. Uh, hey, you know, last year's last year. You know, losing to him first time since Ronald Reagan was the president. Blah blah blah. Uh, you you know he's going to say to his team, uh, let's go out there and hang fifty on these guys if we can and send a message. So let's see. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, now, do we want to move into NFL talk? You got time to hang around? Absolutely. I'd love to talk some NFL picks with you. Let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk NFL underdogs. Now, week one, a little a little fishy. Uh, again, we're talking to TJ Reeves, Three Dog Thursday podcast. You can follow him on Twitter, at Guy. Look, last week was tricky. I did not have the Packers. We, I think... Ourselves and everybody in the free world thought that the Bears were going to win that ball game. Um, <laughs> look, Titans. I was all over the Titans last week, uh, over oh. the Browns. But and the Titans were all over Baker Mayfield oh. and the Browns. What a performance, especially in the second half of that game. Is is there a possibility that the Browns could start zero and two with with their Monday Night Football game? They're a three point favorite at the Jets. They opened up as a one and a half point favorite. Well, and that, that one going all the way to the last game of the weekend is going to be very interesting because the first ever Monday night football game 50 years ago was the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets in Cleveland. Joe Willie Namath and the Jets against the Cleveland Browns. So now you come back around full circle. Look, I've been pointing to what happens if it's a bad start in Cleveland. Do they implode after a couple of losses? They better get their act together because – uh, they they made a lot of mistakes last week. Baker Mayfield with the interceptions. They had broken coverage. They had penalties. Tennessee very well coached. Just put it on them. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know about the Jets though at home. The Jets, the Jets could not get out of their own way in the second half against the Bills. By the way, Chris Giannini was all over that on the Three Dog Thursday podcast. <laughs> I asked him for one game in the NFL, and he went right to the Buffalo Bills. Now, brother, I got to tell you, when I was watching the score roll by, and it's nine nothing, sixteen nothing, I'm like, "Well, Giannini's done for. That's it." But sure enough, <laughs> let's hear it for Josh Allen and a Buffalo Bills comeback made you a winner on Three Dog Thursday, my friend. I, I will tell you, I in the NFL, when you have a lead early, according to the line, I, I hate it. I get so nervous because every one of these games always closes in on that line. Uh, Gary was talking earlier uh, today. We did the recap of the NFL, and he had two bets where he was covering all day long, done spent the money, cashed his ticket. In, in his mind, he, he, he done won those games, and both of them, by the end of the game, come up losers. And that kind of smells like uh, L.A. Chargers against the Colts, where 100%. that was easily covered. And then, no, and then how about the Lions, who were winning for like three Boom. hours yep. against the Cardinals, only to have Kyler Murray bring it back? It's never over. Uh, in right. the NFL, and I mean, speaking of that, how about the Monday night game with the the Texans and the Saints? You talk oh, about it never yeah. over, Just a where you have a field goal by the Saints, followed by a two play bomb touchdown by the Texans, followed by another last second field goal by the Saints, all in like ten minutes of real time. I mean, that was that was heart attack special on Monday night football. So. We love, we love the NFL for a lot of reasons. And, and I'll tell you a game that I actually like. Speaking of, of Monday night, be careful about the Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs and maybe some of the magic being back for Oakland on a small sample here. They were impressive against the Broncos. I know the Broncos are not very good. The Chiefs now come to them. I know it's a short week for Oakland, but the Chiefs coming to them. And I don't know how hurt Patrick Mahomes truly is. 
because it's one thing to have that ankle injury and you're still running around with adrenaline and that stuff. Uh, look, they're going to score some points, probably Kansas City, but that's a very interesting game that I will be looking at. Raiders, Chiefs, with the Raiders getting points at home on Three Dog Thursday for this week, boys. Yeah, you can get eight and a half to eight from that, and uh, Tyreek Hill's going to miss. He, he's definitely out no matter what. That's a big weapon, so uh, there you go. That's, that, do, you that think the Raiders, do you think the Raiders might cover Sammy Watkins? Because my Jaguars underdog pick, <laughs> they had no clue what his number or name is because he was behind the defense before you could spell W-A-T-K-I-N-S uh, on a couple of occasions. So let's see if the Raiders don't have him double-teamed from the time he gets off the bus. I, that's, a, that's a game I don't know for sure that I'm going to take the Raiders on Three Dog Thursday. They're going to have to listen to the podcast. But, I, I mean, Gruden Gruden was back being Gruden. Derek Carr looked fantastic. They've got young receivers with something to prove with no Antonio Brown. Let's see if they maybe slug it out with the Chiefs one more time in Oakland. This will be the last time, barring a possible far-fetched playoff matchup, that the Raiders and Chiefs will ever play in Oakland. They've been playing there for 50 years. It's the last time they'll ever play there together. Let's see if the Raiders have something for them. Now, before we let you go, I, I'm just curious. Is there a possibility of a lean on the New Orleans Saints going to get revenge against the Rams this weekend? I looked at that one. The Rams, very impressive, came cross-country and beat Carolina, ran the ball well. The Saints, again, with Breeze, never seemingly out of it. The one the one thing that can that really concerned me from a New Orleans standpoint is they kept giving up big plays uh, throughout that game. And, and Goff and company uh, will throw it deep with uh, Robert Woods, with Brandon Cooks, um, and Gurley obviously looked good running the football in the in the short time that we saw him last week. I, I just don't know about about the Saints having to travel out there again. Short week for them uh, because they played on Monday night. I don't know. Uh, the the Saints were the only NFC South team to win this past weekend. So let's see if they have something in the rematch game. You make a good point about revenge. This will be a great coaching job by Sean Payton if he has them geared up for the home opener at the Coliseum for the Rams. That's you are a hundred percent right. All right, TJ, we appreciate you being here. Of course, he is TJ Reeves from the Three Dog Thursday podcast. You follow him on Twitter, at BuckSidelineGuy. He'll be here with us every week discussing college football and the NFL. TJ, thank you so much for jumping in, buddy. Always good to be with you, boys. Long live the underdog. All right, let's move into NFL gambling picks. You ready? It is week number two. Last week, well, first off, the show, of course, as always, brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can find more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. You can find more information about us at winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you jump in and enter the Pick'em Contest, football picks contest over at winningcureseverything.com. There is a link down in the description if you're listening on the podcast, if you are watching on YouTube, etc. Go down there, click the link. Enter in an email. You can win a Tunica Travel pi- uh, prize pack. Last week, Blake R. went 10-0 and against the spread. We had 170-some-odd entrants last week. Uh, jump in this week. It's free to enter. Everybody likes winning free stuff. You know how that goes. Uh, last week, I went 2-3 and three against the spread. My profit was minus $58.12. That's minus 1.16 units. Chris went 2-4. and four. Minus 169.57, that's minus 3.39 units. Didn't didn't do well for either of us in week one. But that's okay. Nope. Because we're getting it back this week. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to rock and roll. I have got six bets this week. Let's uh let's jump right in. You want me to start off? Yep. Let's do this. Uh, also, on today's show, we've got TJ Reeves. Uh, he is from the Three Dog Thursday podcast. We'll have his interview at the end of this show. Game number one. Colts at the Titans. I got the Titans minus three here. 50 bucks, minus 120. Juice is a little crazy on this one. And that's okay because the whole world seems to want to go with the Titans because they absolutely blew out the Browns last week. And whatnot, and I get it. The Colts lost at the Chargers. It was a close game. I, I understand all of that. I think the Titans understand there's no Andrew Luck on that other side now. Now, Jacoby Brissett, really good. Really good week one. He's not Andrew Luck, though. 
And if you were going to win the division, which they have not been able to, they've gone nine and seven, three straight years, have not won the division. If you want to get over that hump, you got to treat every game like a different season, right? And you can't be living in the past. You can't be happy with just beating up on the Browns. You got to get this win. I think the Titans understand that. You got to protect the home field. Give me the Titans minus three, 50 bucks, minus 120. I believe in a philosophy of gambling. You ride a Tussie Buckshare, you don't ride at all. Last week I rode the Bills. My money line bet of the week. Want some good money on it? Want to play? I'm going back to the Bills. Minus one and a half on the road against the Giants. The other New York team, they don't have to travel, just, just stay in like the New Jersey area, playing in the same stadium, just move to the other locker room. It's going to be just fine. I got $100 on the Bills, minus 110. I think I think they're just a much better football team. I know they got off to a really slow start. That Jets team, I think, is a lot better than this Giants team. Now, I, could, I could be yeah, wrong could on that. that, but I think the Jets are better than the Giants. Bills beat up on them. They're going to beat up on the Giants. I could believe that. I could believe that. All right, game number two for me. The Vikings plus three at the Packers. I got 50 bucks on it. Juice minus 120. Uh, this Vikings team, this defense looks legit. Uh, I think they've played against a much better offense than what the Packers went up against with the Bears. I still don't trust this Packers team. And yes, there will be Packers people that jump in on YouTube that want to talk trash about us picking against Green Bay. But I'm telling you, this is going to come back at some point. I don't believe in that Packers defense. I Obviously... The Bears' defense was able to slow down Aaron Rodgers. I just slow him down, shut him down. They, they, they yeah, held him ten points. Yeah, they, they, he, he threw one jump ball touchdown. Yeah, he threw the ball up in the air. There was two Packers players there. There were two Bears players there, and the biggest Packer player went up and got it. And I tell you this, I think this Vikings defense is almost as good, if not as good as that Bears defense. I think this Vikings defense is absolutely legit. I think they're going to put Aaron Rodgers in bad situations all day. I think the Vikings can win the game, but I'm going to take the three points. Uh, so give me the three points, 50 bucks, minus 120. Love the Vikings in this spot. You don't need me to say anything else. I've got the same bet. It's $75, minus 120, plus 300. Uh, plus, sorry, plus three, minus 120 is the big. And, and, and I like the Vikings. I think... I think they're the better team. We talked about this before the season started. Yeah. That we like them a lot. This is my money line pick of the week this week. Are you actually betting on the money line? Well, no, no. For our purposes. Oh, for our for purposes. For this purposes, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I usually pick a dog that I'm going to bet money line on. I'm just letting people know that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Next game up for me, the Saints. Traveling across the country. I understand. It's a short week for them. All that stuff. They had all these big plays go against them with the Texans, right? I think they were looking ahead. I think they want revenge. I think this is the game that they have had circled ever since last season when they got screwed out of a Super Bowl trip. And it wasn't really the Rams' fault. It was the referees' fault. But it was still the Rams that got to go make that trip. And I think that the Saints are going to be fired up for it. They are going to come out... Guns a-blazing in L.A. L.A., that home crowd, it ain't quite the same as some of these other traditional NFL powers. I like the Saints here at plus three. Give me them points. Uh, 50 bucks at minus 120 on the juice. I am all over the Saints here. My next pick, going back to the well last week. I got burned off the hook. Came so close to a push. I like the Panthers. I, they're playing Thursday night against the Buccaneers. This Buccaneers offense did not look good at all. Even if it's close, Jameis Winston's going to turn the ball over. I think the, the Panthers offense got things going against a much better defense. They put up 27 points against a real professional defense on the other side of the field. I don't think they're going to have any of those issues or problems going up against Tampa Bay this year. I think I can, I, I like, I can believe that. I like Carolina. It's minus 
six six and a half. The VIG is minus one fifteen right now. I got a hundred dollars on Carolina. There you go. Next game up for me. Eagles at the Falcons. Now the Eagles, not very impressive in week one, but they did get the win. Falcons, week one, not impressive at all. Did not get the win. Look, these are two teams that just were not impressive in week one, and that's okay, but this is a massive game. The Falcons, all this offseason talk about how much better they're going to be, how they're going to make a playoff run, etc. You have to protect home field. You cannot start the season 0-2. There's two simple things, right? You cannot start the season 0-2, and you got to win your first home game. Now, some teams didn't have that luxury. I get that. But I think that this Falcons team, they got a good offense. The Redskins do not have a very good offense. They were able to put up 27 on this Eagles defense. I believed in the Eagles defense in the offseason. In the preseason, I, I thought this is a Super Bowl contending defense. I think this Falcons team will be able to score on them. I think they've got the wide receivers to be able to do it. Uh, give me the Falcons plus the one and a half. It's 50 bucks at minus 110. I think Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Muhammad Sanu, Freeman, all that bunch. I think all the talent comes out in this one. I think they find a way to get it done. And even if they don't, I still got a point and a half to play with. So $50 at minus 110 there. It's a tight margin. It, it is. But I've seen it happen. All right, I'm, I'm ending with my heart. Okay. $75 on the Cleveland Browns, minus two and a half. Vig is minus one t- uh, 115, sorry. At On the road, sorry, against the Jets, Monday Night Football. This, If this Browns team is going to be worth a damn. We thought they had, I thought, I thought they had Super Bowl aspirations. Definitely divisional and playoff situation. If if they want any of that at all, you have to be able to be. I don't care if it's on the road. I don't. I don't care if it's neutral site playing in London. Doesn't matter. You have to be able to beat a team like the Jets. Yeah. You just have to. This Jets offense is not that great. You you can't go to New York and let the Jets push you around. You just can't do it. You think they found a way to, to limit the penalties and, yes, and everything I else? Think right? they get, the penalties are the easiest thing in the world to clean up. Yeah. Like that's you just you just just don't make stupid mistakes. That's different. What uh how much you got on? I got a hundred dollars. No, no, sorry, seventy five. Sorry. Seventy five dollars at minus one fifteen, right? One fifteen. All so right. Two and a half is the number. Let's see. Um I've got two games left. You got any games left? Nope. That's nope. it. I'm done. Okay, that's it. That is it. I've got two left. These are both totals that I'm playing. Okay. Chiefs at the Raiders. I'm going over 52 on this one. Now, I think a lot of people love the over here, if I'm not mistaken. What is it, 92%? Yeah, it's up, yeah I got uh, 53, and it's uh, It's 100%. saying it's 100%. Uh, we'll see. I do like the over 52. Yes, Mahomes may have some kind of an injury. I, I don't think it matters. I think that the Raiders... We're able to put up 24 points on the Broncos. I think that the Broncos have a better defense than um, than the Raiders, uh, than the Chiefs. I just completely blanked on that. Nope, Did you see that's that? That's okay. That was bananas. It is. It is um, see, these people don't realize we're doing this at almost midnight after a long day of work. Yeah. This is what you get, guys. That's this, weird. This is, a, this is the best I got. I'm, I'm an old man. I'm it's, done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. almost there. And then I get to go home and edit. So yeah. I'll yeah, be yeah, up until 2 a.m. I'm going to go so. home and go to bed. Um, yes, this uh, Chiefs-Raiders over 52 seems easy to me. I think the Raiders will be able to put up points on the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs can put up points on anybody. Uh, 52? I mean, I need a 30-22 a to 22 ball game since it's a, an eight-point spread. So 30-22, right. to 22, hey, look, 31-24, to 24, something like that. I, I ain't even worried about covering I'm more worried about getting to that damn over. And I think that we're going to get there with this one. So I'm putting 50 bucks on it, minus 110, Chiefs Raiders over 52. The next one, the last one, Bears, Broncos, under 40 and a half, 50 bucks on that one. Now, that is already a really low total, right? 40 and a half. But if anybody watched the Bears and the Broncos, you will understand these two teams ain't got no offense. No. 
They cannot score. And on top of that, Vic Fangio knows everything about the Bears. And the Bears know everything about what Vic Fangio does, right? Like, they, they already know each other. And you already know that these are two teams that would rather play ball control. Under 40 and a half? Give me that all day. It's minus 110. I'm putting 50 bucks on it. I, I don't think Trubisky can beat anybody. I don't think Flacco can beat anybody. Now, somebody's going to have to win the game. I think it'll probably be the Bears. They don't have to. Well, no, you're right. I mean, the Lions and the Cardinals, nobody won that one. I, I wouldn't... It wouldn't shock me to see like a 10 to 10 tie here. 10 that, to 10? That means two people score touchdowns. Uh, you might That's be right. ridiculous. 6 to 6. Didn't we have a 6 to 6 game with uh, the 49ers and Cardinals or something? I don't remember that. Yeah, I mean, just just ridiculous. But uh, but yeah, I'm going under the forty and a half. I realistically, I'm looking at a seventeen to ten game, yeah. seventeen to thirteen, something like that. It, people getting field goals, you know, defense score touchdown, something like that. Because uh, I could totally see Trubisky or Flacco throwing a pick six. Totally see that. Uh, so under forty and a half on that one. I've got fifty bucks on it. You can always go over to winningcureseverything.com, click on the gambling picks section. You can see our picks for the week. You can keep up with our record. You will see every pick that we make this season. You can also look back and see what we've done over the past three football seasons that we've done this together. Uh, know that, that we are as transparent as we can possibly be. No question. We are giving you everything that you could possibly ask for. When we lose, we tell you we lose. When we win, we brag about it. Not too much, but just enough to let you know. We know what we're doing. So go over to winningcureseverything.com. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share the show out if you enjoyed it. You guys have a wonderful week. We'll see you again the next go-round. Make sure to go over to tunicatravel.com. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. Hopefully you win some big money. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at winningcures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.